Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanas. This is episode 220, season 9. Today's date is May 16th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will talk about the marathon taxi cab vehicles. Oh, those classic uh, taxi cabs you used to see uh, in the loop, you know, in Chicago's loop, that is. Oh. And also, I will talk about the Auchan Hypermarket store that was here uh, in the Chicagoland area briefly. So I'll talk about uh, my memories of that. But first, uh, program, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by Shake and Bake. <laughs> Barbecue style. <laughs> So we know this product very well. Uh, so here's a commercial from 1975. So sit back and relax. And I'll be right back with the program. Thank you, everyone. George and I have a brand new barbecue grill indoors. It's our oven. Thanks to Shake and Bake Coating Mix, barbecue style. Turns your oven into a barbecue grill. Shake your chicken, then bake. No basting, no turning. It makes its own tangy, tomatoey barbecue sauce. You get real barbecue chicken, just like you cooked it on the grill. Try Shake and Bake, barbecue style. And turn your oven into a barbecue grill. One for chicken, one for pork chops and ribs. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Shake and Bake uh, Cody Mix Barbecue Style. <laughs> Uh, I remember this product is still around. Uh, Kraft makes them. And before that, it was owned by Good Seasons. You remember Good Seasons Italian dressing? You know, you pour the, you take a pouch, you pour it in a bottle, you put some oil or vinegar or what have you. Shake it up and down and then there's your salad dressing. Boom. <laughs> so, uh, my memories of that, uh, Let's see, the products uh, started in the 60s. Uh, when we lived in the Roseland neighborhood, my mom bought this uh, probably at the A&P or a Gately's People store in the basement. They had a grocery store there or National Foods. Uh, she started cooking with that. It, it was pretty good. We only used chicken. And, uh, you know, that was an alternative to frying. I love to fry. Oh, I love fried chicken. Oh, it's wonderful. Mm. Now today we have air fryers. So we don't have an air fryer yet. Well, I'm working on that. <laughs> uh, 
We'll see. I haven't even eaten so anything from an air fryer so far, so we'll see. So my mom made that, and she bought it a few times in the 70s uh, when we lived in the Roseland neighborhood in Chicago. It was okay, and uh, this product came uh, for other flavors, you know, for not just chicken, pork. You can put this on your pork chops, your fish, barbecue ribs. That's kind of odd. I don't know what else. I think that's it, basically. And sometimes they had like herbs and spices or lemon or something like that. Uh, so it's still around if you go to your grocery store, order on Amazon, it's there. I don't know how it tastes now. <laughs> no idea. Okay. Also, it featured uh, those famous commercials. Uh, that was Pete the Butcher. I don't know who the actor was. I tried to research. I couldn't find him. But uh, you remember him from the 70s? Uh, people would complain, oh, uh, <coughs> my chicken is dry. You know, what should I do? You shake and bake. <laughs> so anyway, that's good. All right. So at the beginning of the program, I mentioned that I'm going to talk about marathon taxi cab vehicles in Chicago. Also, the uh, Auchan hypermarket a store that was located in Bridgeview, Illinois, and it, it was there briefly. Uh, we'll talk about both of those coming up. Before I get started, uh, I want to mention something. Uh, this past Sunday was Mother's Day. Uh, it was very nice. Uh, my brother and I took my mom to church. Uh, it was a very nice service. Uh, they had food afterwards. You know, they had some sandwiches and cake and all that. Uh, we didn't go out to a restaurant. My mom doesn't like restaurant food because she doesn't like that. I don't blame her, but she don't like crowds either. But we talked to people and other mothers and they're, you know, and also uh, one meeting people uh, pro came over and said, oh, I love your podcast. I love your page. They suggested talk about this, talk about that on your podcast, talk about service merchandise, talk about uh McDade's, uh, anything, or come back in, the thirsty way, <laughs> which, by the way, those last two, I never talked, I haven't talked, discussed them yet. I will soon. So that's, I'm open for suggestions. So that's great. It's nice to be recognized, but I don't go for attention. You know, when I go out in public, I just uh, be myself. You know, if, uh, if I get a compliment, that's great. Also, you know, on social media, I don't expect to get comments. You know, that's not what I'm looking for. I just post, move on. That's the way it is. Okay. And, uh, but it was very nice Mother's Day. Uh, kind of cloudy, dreary, not too cold. But it was, it was very nice. My mom cooked, of course. <laughs> you know, she don't like my cooking, so that's out. So she made a bake, bake master choli. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it was not too hard. I helped her with that. Uh, but uh, we might go out to dinner sometime this week. We'll see. You know, avoid the crowds. Go to a nice place. She liked that. Okay. So now let's get started with the show. Uh, for Marathon Taxi Cab Vehicles, uh, Marathon was the uh, – that was – uh, produced by from the Checker Motors Corporation. Uh, 
that was that was uh it was first called the checker cab manufacturing company in chicago and then they merged to uh, another company called commonwealth motors and markin automobile body then they moved to kalamazoo in 1923 they were founded a year before and then they renamed it checker motors okay so they're famous for those cars, those big cars you see, you know, those taxi cars you see them in the loop and uh, elsewhere, or not just in Chicago, but also in New York. Um, I don't know about L.A. or other cities. I think it's just uh, those two cities mainly. And, uh, and there were special features were those wide rear doors, uh, the trunks and the they had the jump seats for two extra passengers like that. So you can, as a little kid, you know, you can have three other people sit next to you or I sit on someone's lap. It was so roomy back there. Even the trunk space was uh, adequate. You know, you could put your, if you're headed to the airport, you could put your uh, suitcases there in the back. Also in the front, uh, you, I think about two people can fit besides the driver, <coughs> excuse me. Also, um, the uh, marathon was an auto, the, the automobile, the marathon was produced by that, the Checkers Motor Corporation between 1961 and 1982. And uh, so that was uh, not like a regular taxi, not like a regular car like that. So that's, uh, those caught your eye and when when i was a kid i used to see him down a lot in downtown chicago on michigan avenue on state street every any place not just the checker cabs the yellow cabs too the yellow cab company is still around as far as i know and uh when when my family and i lived in south shore neighborhood in chicago on the south side uh we lived on south colfax avenue in an apartment building on the second floor and then outside by the porch we could see the the view of the cab company and uh so that was on exchange avenue and we saw all the cabs drive out or they pull in and it was a, it was fascinating to watch and i want a big mama to uh to take me see up front to see how they how they are lined up like that she said yes yeah, she did that one day <coughs> excuse me so uh she did that and uh so that was that was fun to watch oh for a little kid it was it was fun it really was so uh that's what I remember mostly. And uh, you've seen those in movies and television. One famous uh, scene in the movie was Tootsie, where Dustin Hoffman, I don't know if that was the same cab. I don't know. I don't think so. When he was dressed up as Dorothy Michaels, you know, the soap opera star. She wanted to get, a, he or she wanted to get a cab, but he took the passenger out of the cab and then threw him on the ground and then she went in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry, I'm coughing. 
talking too much. Anyway, uh, like I said before, it ended in 1982. And uh, I don't think he bought these cars at a, you know, at a car lot. I don't think so. I don't know if I use car lot. Nah, I don't think so. No. I don't think you did. But uh, a lot of people were fun, were uh, were missing those. I think there was a cab company up in Uptown, in the Uptown neighborhood in Chicago. I think it was there. So uh, that's my memories of the, of the marathon uh, like that. Uh, you can find memorabilia on eBay if you like, or like pictures or signs like that. I don't know if they have, uh, like if you go to a car show or like in a museum and they have like a vintage one, I think they do. They, they probably salvage one of them, you know, for display. That'd be kind of cool to see like that. So that's kind of fun. It really is to do that, you know. And uh, when I posted this the other day, there were some people that did uh, drive a cab or they become passengers. Uh, they a lot of people said, "Oh, they loved it. It was roomy. There was a lot of leg room." Someone mentioned, "Well, um, we had a governor, uh, Governor Jim Thompson, who was governor of Illinois uh, years ago, and he was a very tall man, and uh, I think he couldn't." sit in in a regular car he could it was very hard for him to sit so he had his own marathon car and uh, some people said it was black and uh probably and uh that's the type of, type of car he had and when he lived in the city uh well of course he lived in springfield you know because he was the governor but when he lived in chicago i'm, sh I'm sure he had a place of his own here here and uh, that's the type of car he had. <coughs> Excuse me. So that, that was a fascinating piece of trivia. <laughs> I never knew that. Never knew that at all. So um, that was fascinating. Okay. So uh, I didn't go into much detail of the history of this, uh, this but, you know, as a kid... You remember seeing things like signs, cars, and all that, but that, that stood out. Those taxi cabs that uh, when you visited the city or you saw them on the street, you haven't forgotten those. No, you never did. You never have. It's a nice feeling. Okay. Next up, I'm going to talk about Auchan, uh, the hypermarket. Oh, this one. Uh, I don't know, one day I was uh, sitting on my computer and I thought, why don't I talk about this? Yeah, and it was uh, it was here and then it was gone. So it's, uh, but the company is still around, but it's, it's in Europe and also uh, other in Africa as well. So I'll give you a brief history of this. So Ashan is a uh, retail group headquartered in Croy, France. And it was founded in 1961. Uh, the man's name was G Gerard Mouliez. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. My French is not good. And uh, the first uh, 
shop of Auchan, that is, was in Roubaix. I can't pronounce French. And that's located, in, it's a city up in northern France. And that store was uh, like a big box store. And they had everything, not just food. They had uh, clothes, any, anything, you know, like that. So and it took off. It really did. And it's very uh, popular to this day. And it's not just in France. It's in Spain. It's in Portugal, Luxembourg, Poland, Romania, Hungary, uh, Ukraine, uh, Russia, and also in Taiwan and Senegal in uh, in Africa, also Tunisia. So they started. So they expanded, you know, all that. But it took a uh, it took a while to decide to come to America. Okay, so in America, so they decided to uh, expand. To, uh, to the United States, which they did. So they opened in 1988. The first one was uh, opened in Houston, Texas, in October 14th, 1988. That was the first one. And uh, it was a big hit. You know, it was, uh, it was, it resembled like a Walmart, Sam's Club, uh, like Costco, like that and uh because it had a a big area so like that so that's great that's good news and so they also uh opened a second store not in houston they opened one in chicago and uh they opened in the suburb of bridgeview illinois and that one was located in in Bridgeview at 79th and Harlem, that's a big, big shopping center. I see this all. I see the shopping center all the time. I pass by it, like, like I said, numerous times. Uh, that was right next to the Venture store. I don't think it replaced Venture. No, I don't think so. So uh, they had the grand opening on uh, May 3rd, 1989. Uh, they had that. And uh, let's see. But the difference was they only sold food. They didn't have other things. But they, uh, I think they included other things. They had like video games, uh, movies, uh, maybe, uh, I don't know, lots of stuff like that. It wasn't as big as the one in Houston, but uh, a lot of people remember it, and they remember uh, people mentioned it on my Facebook page that they applied there, they worked there briefly. They loved it there; they really did. They liked it. And then, uh, unfortunately, it only lasted about two years, so the store closed in 1991, and uh, they closed the store. And they converted into uh, Dominic's bought it, Finer Foods, and they converted to an Omni Superstore in 1991. And then Omni closed, and then uh, I after that I don't know what open I don't know what was there, but as far as I know, it's still vacant. <laughs> I remember an Ames store was there. Yeah, that's uh, I don't know if it's in the same place, but uh, that was after Zare left. And then, 
like that. But in Houston, they opened a second store. First one is still popular. And uh, they did that, but they closed about mm, three years later in 2003. So there, there isn't any more in, um, in the United States. They're gone like that. But uh, the others are thriving in Europe. And uh, you, the logo with the Oshan, they have the bird on that. <laughs> so that was fascinating. You know, it's uh, like that. But I, I went to Ashan in Bridgeview twice, maybe once or twice. I took my mom there one time, and uh, she liked the store. She really did. Uh, she went to Omni after that, too. And uh, it was like, it reminds me of Cub Foods also, like that. Cub Foods was bigger. I might talk about Cub Foods uh, down down the road someday, All, which they exist in Minnesota, but not in Chicago. So that's another topic. But uh, I asked her the other day, do you remember Ashan when we shopped there? And she says, kind of. Yeah, you remember the bird? She remembers colors and logos and all that. Yeah, I remember the bird. Like that. It was a good store. Uh, they had everything. Uh, I heard they had a big cheese selection. Not just French cheese. Maybe other cheeses from the other from other uh, other countries like that. That's what some people said. I, I do remember that. I remember the cheeses. I'm still fascinated when I see different kinds of cheeses. Like that, you know, Camembert, uh, Brie, you know, they have Roquefort and all that. No. I don't know about Greek food. I don't think so. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a... Uh... I was trying to find a commercial for Ashan. No, no luck. <laughs> I couldn't find anything, so that was that was how, like that. So uh, that's one of those store uh, places in Chicago that vanish as you snap your fingers, you know, gone, <laughs> like that. So that's a shame. Okay, so this is a short uh, podcast, and so I'm done for the day. So I'll do a recap of what I talked about. Uh, I talked about the marathon taxi cab vehicles in Chicago. Also the Oshan uh, hypermarket uh, stores uh, that was located in Bridgeview, Illinois at 79th Street and South Harlem Avenue. So that's that's basically it for that. Uh, Once this podcast is published, you can subscribe. It'll be published uh, wherever podcasts are available. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, also be on my uh, YouTube channel, Bear Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Uh, a couple of people ask me, you know, where can I listen? Where can I? Uh, I'm not. I don't like apps and all that. You can listen on my YouTube channel. Hit the subscribe button, you know, and you'll get a notification of the next episode. If you do that, uh, you'll get this episode today. Uh, it'll be published this afternoon. Also, it'll be posted on my uh, social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Also, uh, on my website, blog. Yeah. So that's good. So we reached 220. That's that's pretty good. We got five more for the end, uh, 
for the season to end nine uh, for season nine. We got to start season ten after that. Uh, next podcast episode will be coming up eh, probably this weekend. Yeah, we'll see. I'll think of something. I think I have an idea. I just thought of it. It'd be kind of cool. Okay. So this is Pico Stanis, your host for uh, Band Chicago and Stories, the podcast. Thank you for joining me. Uh, sorry to be too brief. And forgive me for coughing. I don't know. I, just, I had something in my throat. I had to drink water. A lot of water, that is. And uh, so here's bye-bye for me. And here's a bye-bye from Ray Rayner with a little traveling music, as always. Uh, so take it away, Ray. So long, everyone. Take care. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you.